A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back again. I know everyone's so shocked that Swiftish is back. <laughs> I think we're kind of back to our other our format that we used to do every other week. Um, but yeah. like I said, Swiftish podcast. We're back. This is episode forty nine of season two. We are kicking it off with a song from a fourth release from a fourth <laughs> album. Taylor Swift is uh, introducing yeah. to us, but this. This person speaking right now, this is Ashley. And this is Shelby. Oh, and right now we are actually, for the first time ever, virtually recording ourselves. So <laughs> I am seeing Shelby, quote, quote unquote, in person right now. I know. I oh, wow. I realize like every podcast that does this, they have like actual studios and I'm just here like holding my mic. I'm like, <laughs> hello. I have, I have this little thing. One thing I'm really sad that we didn't you do. You look legit. Yeah. Well, I, look, yeah. I look professional, but you want to know what would make me even more yeah. professional is, mm-hmm. um, so I got a ring light for my TikTok. Um, yes, and, queen. You know, it's nothing really... I'm not I'm not a big TikTok star or anything. I did get twenty thousand views on my last one. But the reason I got it is because I think a lot I think some of our listeners who like follow me know that I'm going through like fertility treatment. I'm doing IVF. Um, yes. and I was taking a lot of shots for like talk about eggs. Easter eggs. <laughs> uh, I know I would. T- so I'm taking all these shots <laughs> to like make my eggs big. And I, my husband and I would tell each other like, Oh, we're going on an Easter egg hunt. We're going on an Easter egg hunt. And so it's just very like <laughs> hand in hand. So I took a bunch of videos of me, like giving myself shots. I mean, that might, might make you queasy, but that's why I got the ring light. But now I can use it for this. I'm going to send you a ring light, maybe. You can have a lovely, like... <laughs> You're like, girl, you need it. Anything no, you else? don't. You don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't really have a lot of windows in my room. You have some great natural light, yeah, but yeah. you guys, I'm 34, and if you look at me closely, you can kind of see, like, some of my flaws, but a ring light yeah. made me look so much younger. Oh, I so. know. I... Uh, it was my husband and my fourth anniversary yesterday oh. and we went to dinner and I was like, do you feel like you've gotten older? Like since we've gotten married and we were both like, nah, <laughs> but then we were like, I mean, if you look closely, you can see a couple of uh, signs and it, you, you know, we get tired faster. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some physical uh, clues out there that would say we have indeed grown in four years, but so your husband at heart. put me in my place yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. So you guys went to Uchi and he posted about how he's at his favorite place with his favorite girl. Mm -hmm. And Uchi is like Mm -hmm. one of the greatest restaurants in Houston. Like had it for the first time a week or two ago. The first time I've been here like five years. And I want to like go every single day. (laughs) So I messaged, I put on his his Instagram, I'm like, oh, you're treating her right. And he was like, (laughs) she's treating me. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> who's the man? I'm the man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, Rob, that's not what I meant. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, that was my treat for him. I mean, it's weird because it's like uh, we're married and we share finances. Yeah. So it's really like whatever. Yeah. But technically I did make the plan. Yes. See, and you, I mean, you it's a treat yourself him. situation too. So yeah, and there, there's you know relationships. <laughs> so we call it a win-win. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what he wanted to do. So you're like, hey, for <laughs> yeah. this, I'm taking you out for you. Yeah, yeah, for you, <laughs> not for me. I'll make sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. I'm not enjoying this at all. No. Um, but I'm excited to be back and talking Taylor. I saw we got a review that I think is pertinent to our long oh, no. absence. So oh, no. I, I have don't not know looked if you at saw our this, review, but... so I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> well, bye-bye, Felicia um, left us a review. No. She Hold said, on. Hold on. <laughs> the name. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be good. I don't, yeah. I don't, okay. <laughs> No, it is. She says, remember how you felt when TS went radio silent? Don't do this again because I literally like your podcast as much as I like her albums. Honestly, if I had a chance to see her live, I will gift it to Ashley. So, no, Felicia, <laughs> don't say bye. Yeah. Hi, Felicia. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, yeah. that makes me tear up because I, you know, with, you know, I don't know if anyone knew, knows this, but Taylor dropped a an oldie book oldie but new yes, song yeah, this yeah. week I heard a and things about it yeah you know twitter was just up an alarm people are taking like video re- reactions because taylor nation wanted and people are just like really hungry and thirsty for like that taylor nation um mm-hmm. like or we treat or and i i'm kind of at that point where like i was like that for a few years like oh my gosh i'm gonna get this they're gonna notice me i'm gonna meet taylor mm-hmm. now i'm like i'm taking the stress off i'm not gonna go above <laughs> and beyond i'm gonna do me and yeah you know so felicia you're too sweet <laughs> I, I, that used to stress me out is how i'm never gonna be yeah. taylor because i'm like getting i'm i'm old as as dirt now compared- <laughs> we're senior swifties yeah. yeah yeah and compared to like there are people who who weren't even alive right when mm-hmm. fearless was dropped and they're huge swifties mm-hmm. now like how old are mm-hmm. they now I don't know how old they are. They're like 12. I well, what's 21 <laughs> minus 8? I don't know how old they are. But yeah. they're huge Swifties. And it's just like, oh, yeah. my gosh. I was – 2008, I was 21 when – Yeah, I was in high school. Or 22 school. when Taylor's – was I 22? <laughs> oh, my gosh. When Taylor dropped. Magical and wonderful. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we don't have like a lot, a lot to discuss when it comes to Taylor drama because it's been pretty great on the front. Um, Evermore Park in in Utah dropped their their case against Taylor Swift because they were suing her for for copyright infringement, and then Taylor countersued them, and now they're you know that's old news. They dropped it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But something that's sweet that Taylor did do is she quietly, her and her mom quietly donated $50,000 to someone's GoFundMe. A Tennessee mom, Vicky Quarles. She has five kids and because of COVID-19, she lost her husband to COVID before Christmas Mm -hmm. last year. And that's just like, it's heartbreaking because I can't even imagine. Like you have one child, I have three dogs, and to lose my spouse, lose your spouse mm-hmm. would just, you know, be yeah. so bad. And that she donated fifty thousand dollars onto her GoFund GoFundMe, and not yeah. only does that give her fifty thousand dollars, but it makes the news, and her GoFundMe is like more prominent now. So like, it's just yeah. the generosity of it all. Like she's giving us. Yeah. So much to like really amp up our week. But yeah, no, that was exciting. Other than that, I didn't really see any Taylor news really this week, except of course her announcement of her first track from the vault, um, which she announced with a little, a little picture and that eagle eyed Swifties were able to surmise was taken at the Grammy after party. Um, She's wearing the same dress and hair that she had 
in a picture, I think Jack Antonoff posted or something. I don't know why that matters, but people were freaking out about it. And I'm just like, I don't think she's doing like real promotional photos at this point. I think she just liked that picture. <clears throat> yeah. It's like smoky with a drink. And it kind of yeah. shows you how far she came from like 2008 where <laughs> yeah. we, saw, we saw no photos of her because she I don't think she was drinking right. <laughs> That's true. Um, but she did say in her note about it um, – One thing I've been loving about these vault songs is that they've never been heard, so I can experiment, play, and even include some of my favorite artists, um, which enter Maren Morris, and um, she's featured as a background (laughs) singer. Uh, people were freaking out. I think Marin Morris's like fandom, they're called Heroes, I think, because that oh, okay. was her like her debut album. But oh. um, you know, Marin Morris is the hero we didn't ask for, but the hero we yeah. <laughs> um how do you feel about Marin Morris uh, joining her? Are you a Marin Morris? Fan? I'm fine with I am fine with features. I really am. What's been like irksome to me on the Taylor front is that Whenever she has a woman feature, they never have a full verse. But when she mm-hmm. has a man feature, they always have a full verse. And I yeah. I don't know the mind games behind that. And at least here she acknowledged in the like announcement that, oh, Marin's singing backup. So like, don't get any ideas. <laughs> and that's like, I, I, I'm fine with that. But it's interesting to look at Taylor's history of features. And that Did just Kobe- stands out to me. Did Colby Calais, was she just a backup or I thought they I don't, like collabed on a set song? I mean, I don't remember Colby having a solo verse. Um, she might. And and like obviously Taylor has done – she's been featured on other people's tracks but not necessarily. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I was talking to my friend Joy who's super excited because she's like, Maren Morris is on it. That's so awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, that that's really great. But like, how do you feel that she's just backup vocals? And she's like, wah, wah. And then I was like, same with Haim. <laughs> it was kind of sad that like I wouldn't have known Haim was in it unless yeah. she had told me it was Haim. There was that SD drop and I would have, would have put those two together like, oh, she's calling out her right. friends. I was like, but when she was – you know, she recently – in our long, 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 um, you know, desert of no Swiftish <laughs> podcast, she was featured on Gaslight with Chaim, yes. and they had all those little like we knew something was coming. We knew something with their post yeah. thirteen was everywhere, um, but she had her own verse, yeah, <laughs> on that Gaslight song, yeah. And I think Chaim is a pretty popular band. Like they can hold their own. They're not like waiting for Taylor to like pick them up by like mm-hmm. the seat of their their. Uh, their pants. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that saying. <laughs> so it's interesting that she got featured as a yeah. solo on that, but they weren't featured on a solo for her. Right. I mean, I know Taylor is like probably here and they're like there, but still. <laughs> well, even still, I mean, she had Sean Mendez do her level lover remix. She has had Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran on multiple future, Kendrick Lamar. But then you look at like like it's weird even who does get a feature because she said it featured Dixie Chicks, but then with Imogen Heap on Clean, she doesn't say it features her, even though you can clearly yeah. hear Imogen Heap. And that's just like always been an interesting conundrum to me. Like what counts as a feature in her mind? And also why has she never taken a moment to give a big verse to a woman on any of her tracks? Raise hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is my thoughts because I was going to throw out the question, who do you think she's going to be featuring? Because in the same post, yes. she said... She's gonna. She's so excited because she's gonna be able to collaborate with other with her favorite artists, people mm-hmm. she's looked up to. 
And right off the bat, people are like Selena Gomez because Selena posted an Instagram photo saying, kind of missing this one. The characters, you know, it was with her and and Taylor. It's kind of a throwback photo. I think they've already posted something similar. Yeah, kind of missing this one. Eighteen characters. The day she posted it, eighteen days till um, April 9th. And I, I didn't Whoa. do the counting. I know you're surprised. I didn't do any of this counting. <laughs> I relied on other Swifties to do the work for me. And yeah. then Taylor replied, "I miss you like a love song, or like a love song, Bay Bay or Bay. I don't know, Bay Bay." Right. And then people started like, "Oh, people have been thinking they're going to collaborate because in 2020, Selena was like, I would love to collaborate.' And there is a red lipstick that." Taylor wore in 2020 to the ACM Awards that's from Selena's line and it's called Fearless. <laughs> so everyone's oh. just like boom, 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 boom. They're going to be featured. Yes. So interesting. If they, if they collaborate, I'm assuming they're going to have like separate features. Versus, also, yeah. people, you know, Katy Perry uh, threw us for a, a quick one <laughs> and this week. And yes, I guess always. on – I don't watch American Idol, but on mm. American Idol, mm-hmm. she had asked the question after seeing two of the contestants, you know, team up together. Can you imagine if Taylor and I worked together, what we could do? <laughs> I can't roll my eyes because I'm on video now. Um, no, roll them. <laughs> Everyone – people want to see this. If we don't upload this, people are going to be like – no I just and this is like I I have a bad track record on here I'm constantly being like oh Taylor would never and then she does me too it's okay remember we're yeah I think last week I was like Taylor wouldn't change anything in her old songs (laughs) but she did and she admitted she would but um I find Katy Perry a little bit thirsty still I don't know it's hard for me to shake that perception I feel like Katie wants this to work more than Taylor does and um maybe they'd work together I guess it would be fun I can't imagine it making sense on fearless um just because um, Katie's so pop bad blood on maybe they'll <laughs> yeah. do like a bad yeah swish. If they like want to do that <laughs> bad blood yeah then okay, they so- can do that <laughs> I do have – there's another one. I think I brought this up a long time ago and I saw someone else post about it mm-hmm. because Britney Spears is posting a lot of stuff. Yes. And a lot of her posts say – and it has said right. for a couple months red. red. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. red means freedom. Red means this because she's going through all of her, her emancipation, yeah. all of her – like all of that yeah. situations that she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I even screenshotted it when I put it because her first red post, I was like joking around like, oh, you collaborating yeah. with Taylor? <laughs> huh? And um, it would be interesting if she decided red. You know, she has a song called Lucky. Taylor Swift has a song called The Lucky One. Mm. They're on red. She is – and she has been ta- – she had even posted something about how her mom wants her to get back in the studio. Yeah. So like – I, what about Britney and Taylor? They're both I mean, icons. honestly, like, I'm fine with any collab, like Selena Gomez, Katy Perry, Britney Spears. I think vocally I they could make it work. I have no strong feelings. Pop, but what, what's the likelihood? So the likelihood Selena's of- Selena's up here. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Selena's, Selena's like an eight or a nine, yeah. possibly a 13. Yeah. <laughs> so on a scale from zero to 13, where do you think Selena Britney, lines up? Oh, yeah. Britney and Katy. Britney Spears and Harry like, Styles. Britney Spears is like a two on that scale. I really don't think that's likely. I think she's going through it, and all respect to her, but I don't think she's in communication with Taylor Swift. Um, Katy Perry, 
She's probably sent a few emails hoping to hear back. Um, but I would say that's probably more like a five because, you know, Taylor likes, she's a generous, she's a generous person and she might yeah. feel it in, in her to gift such an honor to Katy Perry. <laughs> um, other ideas, Harry Styles, I think would be amazing. But I think to your point you made when we were discussing who William Bowery was, is that I think it would become too much of a thing because even looking at the Grammys moment where they just talk to each other, I think having them do a song would just unleash a fervor of attention that neither of them really want. Mm -hmm. So I don't really see that working out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she would rather use her current like value in the music community to work with people who she really has like wanted to work with like weird, like weird pair ups, like Bonnie Vera type things. Mm -hmm. um, whereas going through like old <laughs> rejects, it seems unlikely to me, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, it was interesting that you said that, you know, if Taylor does, you know, collab with Harry Styles, it's going it, to, it, like it's going to, the collab is going to really overshadow the actual like yeah. music, which I was kind of thinking because of, you know, you all over me, Taylor Swift releases unheard track lies <laughs> because it was, it was leaked in 2017. So she lied. <laughs> um, but I kind of like that she went with fearless. Um, Taylor Swift, Dubé, the Dubé, 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 Debut album. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what are you saying? Debut Who's album. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I like that she went with Fearless because, you know, the songs that she, the people she's writing about, they're not high profile relationships. Right. So all of these songs that are coming from the vault, you know, whether we heard them or not, we are really looking at like her, like her vocal changes, the mm. way she produces it, mm. how there's not a twang in it anymore. Yeah. And the people she decides to work and collaborate with, like with Marin Morris, with Aaron Dessner, with production wise, you know, we're focused on that. We're not trying to like siphon arc who, who is this is about, who this yeah. is about. Whereas if, you know, Fearless on Up, Speak Now to Everyone Up, all <laughs> those so unreleased Balta songs everyone is going to be there's gonna be articles written about it people yeah we're gonna be like podcasting about it so i kind of like that she's kind of showing us like the pre-taylor swift like yeah. and it's kind of just i i, I appreciate that mm -hmm. and i think it i think maybe she did that on purpose because i think from speak now we would be like "Ooh, yeah. this is joe jonas Ooh, this is so-and-so yeah no yeah. i agree i think um i think this is the only one she could have started with without it getting derailed by different people who want to talk about different things um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i mean going back to her original announcement with these from the vault tracks she talked about how um with fearless in particular she said um, artists should own their own work for so many reasons, but the most screamingly obvious one is that ar the artist is the only one who really knows that body of work. For example, only I know which songs I wrote that almost made the Fearless album. Songs I absolutely adore adored but were held back for different reasons. Don't want too many breakup songs. Don't want too many down-tempo songs. Can't fit that many songs on a physical CD. The reasons seem unnecessary now. I've decided I want you to have the whole story, see the entire vivid picture, and let you into the entire dreamscape that is my Fearless album. So I think um, it makes sense, one, that she starts with Fearless because it is sort of that more romanticized dreamscape. You don't really know if these are 
true stories, if they're exaggerated stories, who they're based on, it doesn't matter. It's just a girl writing her feelings. Mm-hmm. And the original, like, Fearless only had 13 tracks. Like, I forget how Taylor was sparse across the board for a couple of those albums. But the fact that now we have these six tracks that she could have, she's saying she conceivably wanted on the album is mm-hmm. fun to kind of break down. And so, I mean, let's let's talk about it. You you all over me. Were you one of the few who had listened to it before? Did you seek it out to hear the rough draft? Or what was your experience with this release? Um, so I hadn't heard it before. Yeah. A lot of people, like the true diehard Swifties, are like they go in every leak song <laughs> they listen to. Like they're like I'd Lie. Uh, there are a few others. Uh, I can't think of the top of my head because I'm not as I heart question hardcore mark. as yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I was like, I can't remember, like, what? Like, and I yeah. had a little question mark. I heard a question mark. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've listened to those. But I had actually, like, really have never heard the song, even though it was leaked. But mm-hmm. it de- definitely wasn't as popular as others. Mm-hmm. So when Taylor said that they're unreleased songs that no one had heard, I know you were super sad that <laughs> one song might not make the cut. And what song yeah. was that? I'd lie. I I only listened to it when I was doing my rankings. I'd never heard of it or heard it before. But I did listen to like, because it was on YouTube. There was like some version. I don't know if these are like stolen. Like I really don't understand where these like unreleased songs come from. My little brain is like, yeah. but they're unreleased. How did you yeah. find them? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, there's like files out there for hundreds of Taylor Swift songs. And most of them are yeah. pretty rough. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd Lie is one that's just, like, captured my heart. And I feel like it has that, like, our song kind of vibe. It's really spunky and fun mm-hmm. and, like, country pop. And so I think that one's definitely going to make an appearance. Because when she first made this announcement with you all over me, I was like, oh, wow, these really are unheard of. Because I've heard of some songs thrown around. Like, there's one about blue jeans or something. So mm-hmm. I never, like, encountered this title ever. But then, of course, Swifties were immediately like, uh, we've heard this. <laughs> like, what are you talking so about? So it calmed my beating heart a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'd lie still has a chance to either be on Fearless or debut. So what what's the difference? Because I, when I, we posted, I posted about, you know, how you were sad about I'd lie. And a lot of people were like, hey, but it could be on, it could be on the debut. Yeah. But it still could be on this one because <laughs> this was already leaked. So and I, I'm trying to, like, how do people know where I'd lie fell in between debut and <laughs> I have no idea. fearless like, do people, i have no idea is it like maybe based off when it was leaked because i'm sure it's probably mm. leaked well after yeah but, or maybe when she played it or something like okay i have no idea i maybe wasn't was, like versed you know, in the swifty dumb during debut so i have no idea you know was she posting these to freaking a myspace no clue but yeah i'm excited to okay, have these on. So we're going to go, we're going to go over this. There's one, I want you to listen, I want you all to listen to this because like I said, there's a leaked one, <laughs> the, her vocals, because on, so she announced on Wednesday that she was going to be dropping this new song mm. and she's so excited. And then on Thursday, we got a snippet, like a preview mm-hmm. of what was going to be released at midnight. So we're going to start okay. with like her, her country tang, twang. So and you can just hear the difference. You 
so we still got you all over me. Now, <laughs> yeah. Have you like have you listened to the previous one or just the like have you only heard like Oh yeah, I it? immediately I as soon as I listened to the Taylor's version from the vault featuring Marion Morris, I uh I went and I listened to the original or the unreleased whatever we're calling it. Very yeah. different vibes. The original song is very much like in line with change. It's it's kind of that rock country, heavy twang, really big instrumentation. And mm-hmm. it and it has this long outro of her just being like na 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 na. Yeah. So a very cleaned up version with this. And it makes sense that she partnered with Aaron Dessner as her producer on this and he's made it he made a point that he said, Oh, I worked on a few of these songs. So who else she's worked with, we don't know, but at least one of these she did with Aaron Dessner. And um, yeah, it's a much different vibe. It's more in line with kind of the country offering she had on Evermore with Right Where You Left Me. Um, and it just feels a little bit more palatable, let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the vocals, you can just, you can hear the strength in her mm, voice. Yes. Uh, um, so much better. You know, it's, and then just like you said, the production of it was just off the charts and well I was just gonna say with production what's interesting is if you do listen to her early country stuff that she did with um uh Nathan uh whoever her major producer was he would layer her voice in to kind of try and add depth that she didn't have at the time and so now she doesn't need that and the fact that she can then just be like oh Marin you want to just like have fun with me and vibe and it and it's not even like a necessary part of that richness is I think a testament to how much she's grown as a vocalist. Yeah, their harmony because Taylor already has like a deep voice. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when I try to sing along with her, it's like <laughs> yeah. I have a real, I have a deeper. I don't. I'm not like a soprano. I'm more of like an alto soprano. Yeah. And sometimes I'll try to like sing as deep as Taylor, <laughs> and I can't get there. And then you have yeah. you have like Marin who just adds like this rich warmness to the like to the like you said like mm-hmm. her undertones to Taylor's mm-hmm. voice, and it's just it's like cream in my coffee. Yeah, just, you know, so good. I, I also loved that. Um, she that this co-writer she never ever worked with again or before scooter mm. caruso which is just mm-hmm. like how many scooters does this girl know i know i've never met a scooter know. in my life and she knows two at least and that's just like two too many <laughs> it's just wild to me but uh, and is that their like legal name or is that like a is that like a nickname <laughs> Like, I don't know. Kid scooter. I, I, yeah, I, maybe it was a thing I for like I boomers. I don't know. But <laughs> just imagine being Scooter Car- Caruso and being like, I swear I worked with Taylor Swift. I, I did a song with Taylor Swift, you guys. Like, you have to believe me. And just like for 12, 14 years, just having no proof and finally waking up on a Wednesday feeling so vindicated that your moment had come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to Scooter. The one Scooter Taylor still f's with (laughs) (laughs) so what why don't we get into the lyrics we've talked about our reaction what and i think i am i'm reading the right one yes okay because i read the (laughs) other one when i was listening to the song and i was waiting for the like you said the na 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 na's (laughs) coming out because i had the lyrics are open yeah. and I was listening to Taylor Swift's song and I was like, where's the nanas? Yeah. So I was thinking, na 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 na. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> well, I have to get your opinion on something though. I know we're like, oh, we're so sorry. behind. But no. it, some eagle-eyed, oh, eagle-eared Swifties. <laughs> 
notice that at the 37 second mark on this song, you can okay. hear like an eagle or a hawk or a bird sort of screech, like this mm-hmm. like faraway sound, they leave a muddy which is like, okay, weird choice. But it's also on the match commercial for mm-hmm. Love Story. And mm-hmm. you can hear the same sound in the commercial for Spirited Away with or Spirited yeah. or Spirit Untamed or whatever. <laughs> I think it's like Untamed. Spirit, untamed in there. Yeah. Maybe Spirit Untamed. Something in with there the with the Wildest Dreams. So what does this mean? Maybe it's because she's finally free. But you think that she means can... she'll put that on every track in her new versions or what? You know, it could be, you know how, um, I think T-Pain, is it T-Pain? Mm. T- T-Pain. Or what, you know, when you <laughs> listen to his songs, there's like a, or DJ Khaled. Oh, yeah. DJ Khaled. Like, <laughs> in all like, the I songs, there's like DJ Khaled because he's like the producer <laughs> or, or the, I don't know why he, I don't know what his significance is. Yeah. But maybe that's going to be her thing now. Yeah. Just an eagle because- screech. Just, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe just all her singles. Maybe all the singles she's releasing is yeah. going to have the the eagle screech it's just so interesting to me i mean how her brain works just obviously marvels me to the point that i have a podcast about it but an eagle Mm -hmm. screech you know of all the things i just i need to know i need to understand i need her to tell me let me me, what what let me see what does an eagle (laughs) symbolize i mean it does symbolize freedom like that's the whole thing oh okay but, I mean, technically, it could be a hawk. What does a hawk symbolize? It could be a freaking seagull at this point. I don't know. I'm not well-versed. It could be a seagull. Noises. And it could be, it could be like, clean. She's finally clean. Yeah. She's letting it all go because yeah. that could be it because, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing is who knows? She loves these Easter eggs. But you're right. Let's we'll get into the lyrics. Out. Let's break it down. This is a a, a walk down I mean, nostalgia lane for us, just as far as sound and uh, lyrics go. Obviously, we've never heard had this song before, but there's something. I'm gonna take it back to when I was 22. Yeah, when you were in high school. I don't know how old you were. I can't do math. And (laughs) we're gonna teleport everybody back just 2008. Cries in 2008. Yeah, (laughs) y'all going back to 2008. Okay, so the verse one is Taylor Swift. Once the last drop of rain has dried off the pavement, shouldn't I find a stain? But I never do. The way the tires turn, stones on old country roads, they leave it muddy underneath, reminds me of you. You find graffiti on the walls of bathroom stalls, old bathroom stalls, you know, you can scratch it right off. It's how it's used to, is used to be. But like the dollar in your pocket, it's been spent and traded in. You can't change where it's been. Reminds me of you. (laughs) Yeah, she she loves a good metaphor. Like she packs them in here. And um, especially like old Taylor, like the way that she's just like, like she says, packs them in. (laughs) She's like, boom, you don't get it yet. I'll give you another visual. Like you're getting this. And okay, so as soon as I'm looking at one visual in my mind, she's onto another and I'm like, whoa. Like I have to play catch up. I have to play catch up because I'm like, okay, so we're on a pavement and now we're on old country road. Now we're muddy. Now we're graffiti. Now (laughs) we're scratching it off. Like I like it. I just had to keep up. Like I had to read the the mm-hmm. lyrics to really understand and that's because yeah i think she just this is very much like an exercise in old taylor like she loved mm-hmm. this like plethora this this offering this overstuffing of 
of motifs and metaphors. And, and I think it works here because it's like, she's trying, she's in a space as her, as a character, you know, as her teenage self, she's trying to unravel what happened. She's trying to make sense of the damage that had been done and like breaking it down. You know, she talks, she kind of gives you four different ideas. One is what reminds her of him, what reminds her of herself, what they used to be. And, um, and kind of what she thought they would have. And so with the first image, you have this idea of, oh, once last drop of rain has dried off the pavement, shouldn't I find a stain? And I think this is a very provocative image, especially given the album we're on, because Fearless and its titular track opens with this idea of something about the way the street looks when it's just rained. Once it's like, the parallelism here is so interesting because fearless is all about that first romance, that like excitement in a new love and new relationship and kind of feeling so excited about what's to come. And you see romance everywhere, including in how the rain looks on the, on the street where you're going to dance. And to then come here to where she's like, wait, that all dried up, that all evaporated. It's all gone. There's no memory of that, like good time, that romantic time, that magical time that's unfair. She didn't expect that. She thought there would be, there would be a stain. There'd be a moment that stayed with her, but instead that's just one metaphor that didn't pan out for her. And then, I mean, and then, I mean, these are just so, these are interesting metaphors because she talks about. Like I, am I, I mean, I'm glad that we can see each other because I don't think the way you do. And so I was like, this is just a lot of like imagery and I just don't get it. So I am so glad that you were just taking me through this. And the, so yeah, my when English you read major this, coming did, out. You, like, so like the only way I would have gotten that was either like a million years of reading it over again, and like <laughs> sitting in a room for a whole day like, or Googling it to other Swifties. Like, did you just come up with this on your, like, did your brain just work this way? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I, it's like this is like this is taking me right back to high school honestly not only because the era but because this is like I remember sitting in English classes being like what's a metaphor what's a simile how do we make this how do we do this and I feel like Taylor you know is working through the same exercises in her English class and applying it to her to her lyrics as she's writing them as a teenager and so then Mm -hmm. she goes on to the next one which is all about um the way the tires turn stones on an old country roads uh, they leave it muddy underneath. It reminds me of you, which is just like a, mm, just like a sweet, sweet burn. It's like, I think it does a really good job of being like, I was having a good time with you. I thought we were just like enjoying this old time road, like having a good time. But then you realize there's consequences to this that you don't always see coming, which is just like this muddy underbelly that's hard to clean, hard to get rid of. And she's just like, that's you, dude. Like you this messiness reminds me of you now. Like that's your, (laughs) that's your contribution. (laughs) And then she talks about how we, how we used to be is the metaphor of this like graffiti on old bathroom stalls. And I feel like that's, that's like a weird one to me because it's like, well, a lot of graffiti can't be wiped off, but sure. Let's just imagine you have a really strong cleanser and well, maybe it's not like wiped off, but like you know when you've been in a toilet stall and it's been scratched off? Like, you, like <laughs> yeah. someone's like, Ashley loves oh, – let me think of a boy that I liked in high school. Ashley <laughs> loves Josh. And then you could see Scooter. it, but someone just went through with like a right. – like a, 
I don't know, a Sharpie or a knife and just scratch it out. So you can mm, kind of see it mm-hmm. there, but you can see it's messed up. Yeah. So that's, I kind of no, just, that's I kind true. Of, that's what I think of. Yeah. It's like, like the it's putting like on a, my Shelby hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Taylor loves Joe. And then it's like, not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> because then you get to this really sad image, but like the dollar in your pocket, it's been sent and spent and traded in. You can't change where it's been. Reminds me of me. And that's just like really devastating. It's sad. You know, it, you might say she's saying she feels like a crumpled up piece of paper, you know, oh, oh, lying there. <laughs> yeah. Just abandoned. Well. <laughs> I mean, and I think that's what's fun about these old songs is seeing what ideas she had. And what metaphors she was working with and then seeing those trickle down through later songs. Because right mm-hmm. here, you just have a, a pocket of, of images that, yeah. one, prove Taylor's always been a really brilliant lyricist. And two, that even these ones that were left on the cutting room floor found new life in songs to come. Yeah. Oh, her mind. I, 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 you can see her growth in her songwriting, but you can see that there's always been that, you know, that where it came from yeah that that light she's always been oh her and you I can't I can't even think like that I can't (laughs) I just enjoy I just enjoy and I'm just out here just you know yeah leaning on you Swifties to give me light so we'll go into the uh, the chorus and this is where Maren Morris supports Taylor and her Mm -hmm. vocals I lived and I learned had you got burned held out and held on God knows too long and wasted time, lost tears, swore I'd get out of here, but no amount of freedom gets you clean. I've still got you all over me. Yes. I mean, again, this is just like, it's mesmerizing to look at how old Taylor just like she has, you know, it's like she says, uh, I'll, I won't change, but I'll never stay the same because I think mm-hmm. here she has this really clean visual of an entire relationship yeah (laughs) an entire relationship in just a few clip sentences where it's like oh I had you I got burned but I kept trying to like hold on for way too long that's wasted time and she's like trying to work through it in rapid succession hoping that she'll be able to get over it more quickly but Mm -hmm. in the end she's like no I've still got you all over me I think that's just a very Swiftian uh relationship and and I also really love this like tie to the swore that I'd get out of here because that reminds me immediately of another fearless track white horse where she sings mm-hmm. about like oh this is a big world that was a small town and it has that like perspective change where she's like oh I got o- out of here and I see that I'm like better for it and I don't need you anymore but this track is like she hasn't healed yet. She's like run away, but it's still not enough. And she's like, wait, this isn't, (laughs) this isn't what I signed up for. I thought I'd get out of here. I'd feel better, but no, I still, I'm still stuck feeling like you all over me. Yeah. I just like everywhere I look, there's you. Yeah. (laughs) And then everyone's also tying it to like the, the glow up, the grow up of clean in 1989 yes. where she like, she's finally clean. And I wonder if she, when she was writing clean, she wasn't, uh, of course, it wasn't about whoever she's writing about here, but if she like was Read thinking this about yeah. this song, like, oh, like my fans would get a kick out of this song because I have that one <laughs> song that they never heard. Well, maybe, yeah. nope, they hadn't heard then. Yeah. Then. Maybe they well, did. Well, and it's like, I mean, 
I think the no amount of freedom, she used that line in Better Than Revenge and Speak Now. So again, I do feel like it's like she has this note of just lyrics she's used or hasn't used mm-hmm. or thought of. And she's like, hmm, where can I pin this? And the idea. And she says she's done that, right? Yeah. Like she's yeah. had like, yeah. Like Blink Space, some of those mm-hmm. um, other ones. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been sitting on these lyrics for a while. But I mean, the the idea of her using no amount of freedom gets you clean compared to no amount of vintage dresses gives you dignity. Maybe this is about Joe Jonas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, I'm just saying. But she had a, <laughs> she ha- but she had a date because like, so I, she dated Joe in 2008 from... In the July. summer right before the album came out. So it would have been a, it would have been a, a late Edition. Oh, okay. So this because like because I I did look. I was like, who did Taylor? Who was Taylor, Taylor dating in July of two thousand eight? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she probably not. Okay, yeah, this yeah. can totally be about jokes. Yeah. I was going to tell you. I was going to speculate it was about Joe, but then I was like, no, the timeline doesn't match up. Yeah. Like, One of those late yeah. editions. Yeah. No amount of X Y Z brings you to Joe. Okay. That's that's. And it's not like a. But one thing I like too is that even if it is about Joe, it's not a like a. A slam. It's just more like, oh, like young love, young love. Uh, Speaking of young love, we'll get into verse two. Miss Marin Morris still continues to vocally support Taylor. The best and worst day of June was the one that I met you (laughs) with your hands in your pockets and your don't you wish you had me grin. But I did. (laughs) So I smiled and I melted like a child. Now every breath of air I breathe reminds me of then. Yeah. Yeah, this I is love about this. Joe because yeah. <laughs> I remember petulant. being like yeah. <laughs> oh. Like everyone was all obsessed. Everyone is still like has been obsessed with um his brother and I'm just like, um Joe. Mm, yeah. His don't Joe you wish you had me grand. I love that yeah. lyric. I think it's like it feels so Taylor in that it's just like I did. I got you. Like she still wants to win, even as she's singing about being completely traumatized by what happened to her. She still has that like salty need to be like, but I got something, you know, I did this. Mm -hmm. I won. I had you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just me reading into it, but I do feel that my sort of petulant. Yeah. Like vibe. It made, yeah. It made you, you're like, she had me. It's like, uh, hello, I do. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, I did, but now it's like every breath of air I breathe reminds me of then, and I've still got you all over me like a like a stink, like a like a dirty stain I can't get rid yeah. of. And it's like it's like both on her, but it's also like you're the you're the dude who's making me wish I could just like not think about you again. That's how bad of a boyfriend you were. Yeah, because this isn't like a you you broke up and you're heartbroken because you're still in love with the person and you're like, oh, I still have you. Like yeah. when I breathe, I remind like it's 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 you. You're all over me. <laughs> yeah, it's not like she's longing to be back with him. She's like looking back at him, being like, that was the best and worst day of June. <laughs> yeah. Like looking back, it in the present, that was the best day of June ever. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would never have met yeah. him. And so it's interesting to see how you know how she, I, I like that she's not pining over him yeah. still yeah i like, like that i need some oxy clean right now i need to get this bleach <laughs> i need something to cleanse the palate that's the yes. theme <laughs> enter harry styles yeah <laughs> Okay, (laughs) we'll get into the chorus now. And I lived and I learned, had you got burned, held out, 
hold on. God knows too long and wasted time, lost tears, swore that I'd get out of here, but no amount of freedom gets you clean. I've still got you all over me. And then instrumental, and I'm. this is my favorite part of our lyrical analysis is the bridge because, you know, <laughs> you're just so good at like cutting it deep and telling me how it is. So this bridge, I lived and I learned and found out what it was to turn around and see that we were never really meant to be. So I lied and I cried and I watched a part of myself die because no amount of freedom gets you clean. I've still got you all over me. <laughs> and then she outros, I've still got you all over me. No, still no, got no, you no. all over me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I no, think no, it's no. interesting. Like hey, hey. <laughs> right at first, it doesn't feel like that strong of a bridge and it's really not like the best, but I do find it an interesting sort of reference to Taylor and how she sometimes wishes she was better than she actually is like you know we're all human we we want to pretend that we're more elevated and uh self-aware than we actually are and she sings here like I lived I learned I found out what it was to turn around and see that we were never really meant to be which reminds me of like 15 when she sings um I found time can heal most anything and you just might find who you're supposed to be but then immediately following is this idea so I lied and I feel like that is the tell is that she's like Clearly, she hasn't been able to turn around and see like, oh, this was for the best. We sh- we're never meant to be like, yes, she knows it wasn't meant to be, but she's not over it. She hasn't like mm-hmm. gotten over it. She's lying to herself when she pretends she's done, like she's she's let go of it because she still has him all over her. Like that's the mm-hmm. that's the outro. That's the that's the truth is she wants to believe that she's lived and learned but she's still like crying. She's still seeing a part of herself die. She's still waiting to feel clean, actually. I feel like that's like the interesting point of perspective of the song because so many tracks either deal with kind of the early stages of romance and that like wistfulness, like um, optimism. Yeah. And then so many others deal with like, oh, you hurt me, but I'm better for it. And this is like that in-between space where she's like, I know one day I'll be okay, but right now I'm just like still dirty, grimy, uncomfortable mm-hmm. with where we left things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think it's brilliant to imagine that in a, you know, like six years or something, whatever it was, that by the time she was writing clean in London after a bad breakup and she's recognizing like, oh, this relationship was kind of toxic and I had to cleanse my system as if this was like an an addiction, that she could revisit a song like this from her even earlier years where she was so like wrapped up in in the romance of things and be like, oh, these lyrics like I did figure out how to get clean. Like I, like I mm-hmm. did get the, you know, wine stained dress off of me. So, I mean, it's interesting. I feel like it's a, it's a good song. I wanted to start doing something with you where we do like a wrap up um, <laughs> yeah, questionnaire yes. as okay. we cover oh, these I songs. I hate these, you guys, when I have like <laughs> these, these questions that I'm not really fully prepared because. I gave you the questions ahead of time. I know you do. I know you did. I'm just not really fully – like, I'm just not like – I know you gave me the question, but I'm like, which one she's going to ask? I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I like, guess just right off the bat, like, 
final score. If you're her English teacher, you get this song in your <laughs> inbox. Like, what grade are you giving it? Okay, but what grade are we? What grade are we grading? Is it AP English? Is it? <laughs> it's the Taylor uh, Swift curve. So we understand okay. that there's no bad Taylor Swift song except me. Okay. And um, and so you you you're not saying that any of these songs in the future are trash, but you do no. have to grade it. So. Okay, so I'm also I'm thinking of her of Fearless, mm-hmm. what we know from Fearless already. Right. You know, the songs that we've given, all the, the top ones. I would say this is probably like a B B plus, like mm-hmm. not something that I'm gonna like listen over and over and over yeah. again. And part part of that is because there's so much imagery and I'm like, Mama <laughs> like, it's, it's more my my preference. Like you, you yeah. telling me to be the English teacher, that's where I'm like, did you not hear You're what like, I said at the first? No. Like what's a metaphor? What I, I'm you you've explained a bridge to me so many times and if you asked me to explain to you what a bridge is, I would like look at you dumbfounded. Yeah. I get it, but I'm still kinda like Okay, no, to, a like, B. I feel it. like that's fair. I gave it a B minus. I a B minus. I was pleasantly surprised when I heard the teaser on Good Morning America. I was kind of like, "This isn't going to be my jam. It's mm-hmm. kind of slow. It seems kind of like, mm, you know, maybe there's a reason it was cut." But once I heard the whole thing, I was like, "You know what? This is a vibe. I could see myself it's a turning bonus it song. on." Yeah, <laughs> like not all bonus songs are worth the album like right. they give some to the story you know people love them they like them mm-hmm. um but it, it uh, I, what i'm interested in and this is what we'll have to do at the very end when all the six songs are re- yeah. bonus songs are released grade those and see really which ones like kind of like do like, what you did with the album <laughs> yeah where it's like okay where does this fall which one should have been on the on the album or is it good they're all like cut that's what yeah. i'm interested in yeah. so yeah i think a b is this is a b yeah this, this is a B. And I, I am wondering if people are like A plus stands, let us know like what really drew you to the song and yeah. really like stuck in your heart. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the Taylor of it all, like what's the most Taylor Swift lyric in this song, do you think? Okay. The most Taylor Swift lyric of, I mean, everyone's going to say, but no amount of freedom gets you clean. <laughs> I've still got you all over me because of the whole clean aspect. Yeah. I think it's but no amount of freedom gets you clean. And I'm only saying that because of clean, 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 clean. No, but it's a great what, line. What, I feel like the use? most Taylor Swift song, lyric here is the don't you wish you had me grin? Well, I did. Because I feel like that's oh. that's sort of the searing portrayal of an antihero that Taylor really mastered is like casting these boyfriends as like truly bad boyfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think the way she can just eviscerate her subject while also having a song that feels mature and a subject matter that feels like, you know, mature. It's just one of the most delightful things about her, especially early Taylor, where yes. she was never afraid to go there. No, she wasn't that. She's like, you burn me. Yeah. Gonna, I'll burn <laughs> you back. Fire to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Easter egg hunt. What is your favorite Easter egg around this song or in the song? Around the song? Were there any Easter eggs around the song? I just mean like, I guess with this one, it is a little hard because it was just dropped on us. But either the like yeah. backstory or the mythology behind it, or if you think it's about Joe Jonas type thing. Oh, so at first, my first thought was, it was about Joe Jonas, but then I was like, I didn't do the math that she released it in fall because right now I'm kind of in the headset. I forget she had her little like fall <laughs> releases because I'm old. Yeah. I think it's about Joe, yeah. um, especially when she calls out 
June, the best mm-hmm. and worst day of June was the one when I met you because she started dating him in July. So I assume she just mm. didn't like meet him in July. But the next day, say we're dating. I right. think she met him in June. Like that grin got her. She was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then in July. So, and maybe that's why I didn't, that's maybe that's why I didn't make the album is because it wasn't really developed as much as she wanted. It didn't really yeah. fit the storyline, the arc of Fearless. Because mm, it was more, like you said, Fearless was more of a, of like kind of like folklore-esque like are these real are these not real like you know who like are they personal or not and i feel like this might have been just too personal for fearless yeah i don't know i think um my favorite probably unintentional easter egg is it's parallel to clean because i feel like Mm -hmm. i like to imagine taylor swift remembering some song she wrote in high school and being like oh i'm gonna rework this (laughs) yeah I can do this. Okay. Well, is it making the set list? Do you think this song will be played on next tour? (sighs) The only way, only way that I think you can make the set list is if she pairs it with clean. Mm, Interesting. Like if it's like, I mean, I don't know if it would. Like some sort of, yeah. I mean, I could see that working. But I wouldn't be sad if it wasn't on. Yeah. I, I would not be like, oh, I really want to hear. Like, <laughs> I think – so I would say no because she's going to have so many other songs. Um, yeah. But what do you think? I'd say no. A hundred percent no chance. I yeah. mean, nope. except maybe a random B-night – I mean, B-stage surprise song. Making but other than that, night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> other than that, this song is just for us to enjoy now. And honestly, people have been. It's number one on the iTunes charts. It's her 47th song yeah. to do that. So these re-releases will probably be like the best strategy she could have come up with for um, regaining her voice, as it were. So I'm yeah. excited to see what the other five tracks are. Next week, though, we'll have to be doing like a we're so oh. behind. Like Taylor will not let us track, catch up, and so but I, we'll. I love what we're doing next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so instead of trying next. to figure out, like, oh, do we do lover? Oh, do we do folklore? Or do we do evermore? We are just going to put them all in a playlist in our little vir- digital hat, and we'll pull one out at random, and that's mm-hmm. what we'll do that week. And so we're gonna shuffle them. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. put it on shuffle, you guys. Shelby's yeah. created a playlist. I don't know. Is, maybe there's some way we can we can share the playlist with them through Spotify yeah. so they can see what songs are left. And we'll just like – and it, it, is it just going to be Folklore, Evermore, Lover? There's going to be those albums? Yeah. Okay. So it's not going to be all of the I songs. Think we have to, I think we have to finish those before we do like a yes. debut random track, you know? That's yeah. my Unless opinion, she drops something Swifties like, like this. No. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah. she drops like a song like this. Because we were going to start this week. But then this yeah. happened, and we're like, let's wait. So if she drops another, yeah. like, single unreleased song, we'll, we'll cover that because we want to stay current and not behind. Yeah. But, you know. But, oh, man, so she's doing a gonna lot. It's going to be shuffled. So one thing I'm going to try and do is on our Instagram account, I'm going to ask our fans after this episode drops what grade they think it's going to get. <laughs> All these questions you asked me, I'm going to ask them. <laughs> yeah. And then – and then we're just gonna put it to fate um, with Spotify on what song we're doing next. Yeah, exciting times. It's not a Tiffany. I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, Actually, when I I was recording myself doing it because I thought, oh, we have to we have to figure this out. We have to prep. And the first yeah. song that played was Epiphany, and I was like, I'm just gonna and redo just, maybe this. Maybe with the bandaid off. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll yeah. see how I feel. Um, but no, I I don't think we have any tea time or at least we're out of time. So yeah. we're just going to wrap it up. But you can find us on social media, obviously on Instagram, we're Switchish Podcast. On Twitter, we're Switchish Pod 13. Send us an email with your thoughts at switchishpodcast at gmail. Or leave us a review on iTunes because it helps people find us. It lets us know how you're feeling about (laughs) this show. Mm -hmm. Um, We're excited to be back. Excited to see what's coming. Um, But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, I mean, we still got you all over us too. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) solidarity. It smells better. (laughs) Yeah.